everyone. Thank you for joining me around the fireside tonight. My name's Joe, and I'm here to tell you a story. A story of one very unique fox, whose origins are in deep Norse mythology. A story of our ever-changing world and mankind's impact on it. A story of waste and sustenance, of growing ever larger and larger, and of our need to respect the planet we live on. Proudly presenting Fenrir, the Giant Fox, written by Tom Sainz. A story conceived by one man and his passion for the world we live on and protecting it for generations to come, drawing on old Nordic myths to help raise awareness of our ever-changing climate. I sincerely hope you enjoy this wonderful tale. If you do, please let me know by leaving a comment, like or review, and subscribing to whatever platform you're listening on. We're also crowdfunding for the continued existence and expansion of the show. Should you wish to get involved, please check out gofundme.com slash talesbythefireside. Everything you do and every interaction you make really does mean the world. Now please, get comfortable, let go of the daylight, and join me for our story. Fenrir the Giant Fox by Tom Sainz Fenrir, Fenrir the giant fox, always chased, but never caught. To him it's a game, but them it's not. Fenrir, Fenrir the giant fox. Across fields and farms, rivers and ponds, up steep hills and muddy bogs. Fenrir leaves them wherever he wants. Fenrir, Fenrir the giant fox. Now why the fox grew and grew will be a mystery to me and you. But as for Fenrir, he always knew ancient bloodlines runs through and true. A Nordic wolf was his ancestor from somewhere north across the water. The voice he would hear in the thunder brought here by men looking to plunder. Fenrir would eat, getting bigger and bigger. Sometimes a car, or sometimes a digger. The fox you see had developed a taste for rusted steel and discarded waste. Decades and decades polluting the rivers, every embankment covered in litter. For years and years they'd been dumping here, broken cars and cans for beer. Filling their ponds with trolleys, not fish, Fenrir saw nothing but food for his dish. Full was his stomach, the fox grew and he grew. But still the hunger, that was there too. He'd gotten so big that he ate a bus stop, knocked over the church and sat on a shop. This made all the townspeople rage and seethe, so they set about him on foot and steed. First came the lords, all dressed in red, They had hunted before, so they knew what to expect. But coming across the size of the fox, the horses trembled and all turned back, leaving their masters in disarray, running for cover behind bales of hay. The farmers tried with their tractors too, shotguns and pellets, trying to prove 
that they could also bring down the fox. But Fenrir just laughed, licking his chops. He'd lead them around, enjoying the chase, but it made for no sport if they couldn't keep pace. The mayor turned up, the prime minister too, neither of them with an ounce of a clue of how to deal with a giant waste-eating fox who'd taken over a town and couldn't be stopped. So each day and each night the battle raged on, Fenrir still eating and growing strong. He'd found his way into the tip and was gorging on bicycles and tellies and skips. Where woods there once was, a landfill now sat. No animals lived except for the rats. Having eaten a pile of discarded phones, some laptops and batteries zapped to his bones. The power he felt as he gobbled it down made him grow much bigger for even this town. His brain had been frazzled by electricity, started imagining strange things that he could not see. Power lines to smoke-churning buildings, burning the rock to power new industry. Glowing green rods that burned to the touch, for even Fenrir to eat, they might be too much. The waste they produced, whilst toxic to most, smelled delicious to Fenrir, just like warm toast. Scarring the countryside wherever they build, enormous towers buried in hills, burning the earth, nothing survives, taking eons again before life can thrive. Imagining he reached out further still, down rivers to harbours and out through the silt. He could see huge rigs far out in the ocean, drilling the depths to keep cars in motion. The oily slick cargo loaded on boats, so big that they looked like they should not float. The spills in the sea, where too often they sank, was more than Fenrir could even stomach. A sadness now upon the fox. This was less of a game and now his cause. For it seemed to him man had been given it all. A beautiful world full of life and chances. Plenty to share with his animal neighbours, but greed took it all at every advantage. A paradise meant to be for all that lived on land and sea. Working together to explore the future, but man cut his ties and forgot Mother Nature. The hunger still there after all he had ate. If he carries on eating, they'll see him from space. His thoughts now in orbit where there's plenty of litter for Fenrir to eat if he keeps getting bigger. Old satellites, lots of screws, rocket boosters from trips to the moon. It seems wherever man goes, they leave plenty for Fenrir to devour, to grow and to keep getting stronger. Shaking his head, he came back to the earth, so tired, still hungry, not to speak of his thirst. All of this dreaming had taken its toll, sapped of his energy, just able to crawl. Outside, the townspeople began to group. They had called in the army, with all of their troops. Seeing their chance, the fox was now weaker. They fired all they had at the poor creature. 
with flares and lights all too blinding. Using chains and irons, they sought to bind him. Enough, roared Fenrir. I tire of this game. You've all learned nothing. You're the ones to blame. See, you created me with all of your waste. I only ate what you give me thrown out in haste. If it wasn't for you cutting down trees, gunging up rivers, killing the seas, you digging up rocks to make yourselves richer, melting the ice, changing the temperature, you've given me much that I have grown and I've grown, but it's you and your ways that have made this all so. Don't worry, he sighed. One day I will stop, and from the lowest sea floor to the high mountain top, there'll be nothing left but bones and decay, no air fit for breath or brightest sun rays. Clouds fill the sky, and it will go dark for one last time on your planet Earth. Have it, he thought, as he closed his eyes. All the wonder and chances go with their demise. Tired of fighting, he lay in the rubbish, chained up and silent, began to cry. His tears hit the earth, soaked into the ground. The clouds crackled and lightning shot down. An ancient voice whispered to Fenrir. He gathered himself, his head now clear. He howled deeply throughout the hills. It sounded the end, it sounded the end, and sent out a chill. A few moments passed, ground started to shake. What's left of the forests had all come awake. Screeching and cawing, ravens flew down, pecking soldiers that covered the town. Squirrels, rabbits, moles and shrew, all that is left, a motley crew. They did what they could to get Fenrir free, smashing the lights so none could see, digging out the anchored chains from the muddy soil as it began to rain. In the mess and trying to run, jeeps crashed and overturned. The men climbed out and ran from the tip, leaving the wrecks piled at Fenrir's lips. Fenrir shook, his legs still weak, stretched out his tongue and began to drink, for the rain had puddled, now filled with oil, enough to make him alive and rile. He arched out his back and stood so tall, shook off the chains and again he howled, this time a cry to sound the beginning of his mission to eat all that they'd ruined. He lunged out from the dump, devouring all he could see, in a rage now born of man's stupidity. So huge that each stride could cover a mile, his attentions went further than this isle. To the coast, he thought, was where there was much to eat in mankind's polluted sea. Washed up plastic to fill the void, the taste was fantastic of children's toys, trawler nets, bottles, bags and beads, everything to end life in the deep. Angrier than ever before, Fenrir laughed 
at all he saw. Fishing boats throwing back what they caught. No use to them if it couldn't be bought. Into the water the fox, now enormous, nothing could stop him fulfilling his purpose. Wading up onto the continent, the greenhouse effect, expanding his consciousness. The things he knew like never before. Floods, flames and profit war. All caused by them trying to compete with themselves, of all things, in a stampede. A race to the bottom to own the most. To possess this world that was its host. Whole countries on fire to fund their greed. For oil of palm they cut down the trees. The orangutans, once so gentle, forced to fight against man's metal. Swathes of jungle, home to so many, cut down, dug up, for every penny. All the animals left homeless and crying, because that's what mankind has decided. Across the globe, nature had suffered. Man's actions for profit always came first. But why, thought Fenrir, did it have to be like this? Can they not see what they do? Isn't harmless? Every action they take turns out to hurt them. Their quick solution's always so headstrong. Callous, small-minded, and led by blind-sighted. Confused creatures, what do they want? That's how it seemed to Fenrir the fox. Filled with sorrow for what he'd become, he missed the days when he were young. A fox in the fields, playing as a cub. A simpler time than what's to come. Looking out from east to west, he couldn't decide where to go next. Does it matter, he thought. Wherever I go, it's a feast for me to grow and grow. And with that, Fenrir realised it's all in the air. Stood taller than ever, breathed long in despair. With every lungful, his power grew stronger. He need this earthly form no longer. This fox that had become miles high turned into gas and became the skies. He blanketed them with his huge tail and sat staring out from a mountain tall. The years went by, still Fenrir grew. Sometimes he thought he might cover the moon. He coddled them in hot, thick air, watched as he baked them from his sky-top chair. But still the people didn't change. The fox, each year, did the same. He'd warm it up a degree or more, listening, waiting for them to roar, Please, Fenrir, won't you stop? But they never did, so he carried on. So much time that he could count in tears. The same thing over and over all these years. Till one day, upon his mountain, a group appeared to confront him. A girl stepped forward to plead their case. Please stop this, she asked. We're fixing the waste. We've cleaned up the seas and cared for the fish. The jungles and forests are getting replenished. We use the sun to power our cities. There are even windmills now that make electricity. These greenhouse gases that warm our planet, we capture and store in the ground beneath us. Our corrupt leaders who we idolised, we've torn them down for their lies. Our choices are now much less limiting, 
even to do with what we're eating. Please, I beg you, we're different now. The old ways are gone. Please come back from the clouds. Hmm, pondered Fenrir. It's a promising start. If it's true, it won't matter if I change my heart. You'll make me get smaller if there's nothing to eat. If you've saved all the rainforest and cleaned up the deep, I'll have no choice but to become the fox I once was. And then I can return to the world, the isle that I love. And so, with time, Fenrir lessened, his tail smaller with each generation. Once again, he took on a real form, that of a fox high up on a mountain. Still, he was miles high, but he shrank and shrank with every stride. This land he now saw seemed all so distant, so much green and wonder it tasted different. He walked by their cities all teeming with life, not just for humans, but of all kinds. There were birds and bees, monkeys too, sharing the benefit of what man could do. Getting smaller and smaller, he wandered around to see what he missed while he was in the clouds. Man had been busy, it was true, making a home for me and you. Now, so in harmony with the world they came from, had started looking out to the stars and the beyond. Rockets made to go to Mars, electric fuel filled their cars. Venris smiled again and was pleased with the progress, headed back for home and the coast to the west. Got to the ocean, where he swam and paddled, the water so clean and filled with animals. Huge pods of whales swam in great numbers, the dolphins secretly knowing what this fox had done for them. Climbing ashore on his island home, Fenrir rested briefly and took it all in. So glad that he was, that it had all changed, and he could be a fox once again. Almost home, he thought. I wonder what's become of that town. Or what he left after tearing it down. Where the dump used to be was a great forest. Animals everywhere, deep woodland, unnoticed. A quiet place, thought Fenrir, to live out my days. Now much happier, at peace with Mother Nature's ways. And that's where he is, to this day, in the woods. Unless we make a mistake, then he'll be out for his food. His ancestors can still be heard in a storm on rolling thunder. But they're pleased with what the fox had done and the new age brought about for everyone. The End Good night.